What's up? What's up? This is Jamie Lynn. I'm your host of this new podcast called Set Apart, where you will find interviews with amazing men and women of every sphere of influence who are choosing to be set apart and build their lives with God on a foundation that is strong, that is unwavering, that doesn't compromise because we are just completely sold out in the true identity of who we are and who God is because he is worthy and he is building up a generation where the pure in heart are going to be the light on a hill that the whole world will come running to because they are craving this breakthrough. So I'm so excited for you to tune in. This first episode is from the Upper Room Women's Bloom Conference where I got the honor of preaching in one of the breakout sessions. Now this message is pretty weighty. It's from an encounter I had two and a half years ago, but I'm telling you it's changed my life. The fruit from this moment has completely changed my life. And one of the things that I share is that I feel like I'm a victim of the blood of Jesus. So if you're ready for a weighty and real sermon, you keep tuning in. And at the end, I would love for you to subscribe. I would love for you to write um, a review and I would love for you to rate this podcast and share it with your friends because I really believe that this is going to help empower men and women to live the lives that we're called to in an abundant life that few find and few choose. Love you so much and I hope you're empowered and encouraged to be everything that God created you to be in him and with him. You speak God, you speak. And so I know that Jamie's heart is that you don't hear her, that God uses her as a vessel and as a mouthpiece for him. And she has encountered the, the Holy Spirit and the living God on this message. And it's not just a message that she's prepared for this weekend. It's a message that she lives every day of her life. So this isn't just something that she sat with the Lord for a week on. This has been about a year, over a year, just at a year, that she's been walking this out in her life. So it's genuine. It's real. It's from a place of vulnerability and intimacy with the Lord. So I've received from this message and my life has been changed forever. And that's my hope and prayer for y'all. So let's extend our hand to Jamie. And God, we thank you that you are here and that you are amongst us and you are with us, God. And your biggest desire is to see your daughter set free, set free from the bondage of religion from the bondage of fear or from um, just insecurities of, of not knowing how to walk with you and how to hear you and how to be set apart. God, I thank you for Jamie. I thank you that she is rooted deeply in you, God, that this is, this is her life message come forth. This is something she breathes, she eats, she sleeps. Everything about this message is because she sat with you in a secret place. She sat with you in the quiet. She's foregone other things to be with you, to live this message out, God. So I, th- I just thank you, God, that you're preparing our hearts, that you would remove scales, that you would remove just anything that would hinder us from receiving what you have to say through Jamie. God, thank you for this time. Thank you that you have chosen each of us to be in this room to receive this message, God. And I just ask you, Holy Spirit, to send your angels of, of ministering angels and ones that just come and bring bring deliverance, bring, bring set free hearts. God, and I thank you, Jesus. I thank you for what you're going to do. And I am honored and privileged that we get to receive through Jamie your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 
Bearing fruit is never a problem with the seed, but the soil it falls upon. I wanted to have, I wanted to have um, a vase, so use your imagination with me, of roses that were just in water, really beautiful. Really, be- I mean, I love flowers. Um, this conference is really getting me. I love being a woman. I keep saying I love being a woman because if we went to a conference, I don't know what they would have, like uh, bulldozer trucks in the middle of the, I don't know. But you know, I love flowers. They make me happy. They make me unhappy too, that's great. I just love flowers, so I'm really happy. Um, and I was thinking, like, if you look at the podium, which is like out of this world, <laughs> I actually had to like pull past my flesh and stop staring at it to hear Larissa at the beginning because I was like so amazed by the creativity that this team has walked in. Um, but if you look at that, and you look at how beautiful that is, it's beautiful, right? So beautiful. That is like hearing the word from somebody else and a story from somebody else. That's like you being in this room right now and listening to me. And hearing that word, and that word falls on that, and a week later, it dies. Because it has no root system. Right? Things that are planted continue to grow deep. Has zero, it doesn't have any root system. So it's like so beautiful and I get so sad um, when my husband and I have flowers in the home and then I'm like, oh, that's, and I do my best to keep them alive. It's, it's like a competition with myself. I'm like, how long can I keep these roses alive? And then they die. And I would equate that to soil where we hear the word from the Lord, and there's there's four different there's four different kinds of hearts that Mark that is that's in Mark four about the farmer and the scattered seed. If y'all heard it, and there's hard hearts, which get engulfed by the activity of Satan. There's hollow hearts that the flesh overtakes. There's half hearts, which is what I want to talk about. They get overtaken by the world and the desires of this world. And there's whole hearts that are abundantly overflowing. And so I want to talk about the soil the half-heart soil. Um, but I'm gonna get back to that in a second. I had an encounter, it was two years ago, can you believe it was two years ago that this encounter happened? It was at Upper Room Global Conference. I was directing the conference with my girl Cam. Oop, oop. Um, and um, Michael Hatzmiller was at the front, and this girl, I'm gonna summarize this, but I was directing the conference, and one of the things of the conference, if you're a volunteer, you know this, was if you are volunteering at this conference, you are not a Martha. Martha is good, and that's why you are here volunteering at this conference, because she knew how, she had a hospitality gift. But you, if the Lord shows up, he is your priority. So if you're, if God is showing up in the room, and it's your time to go sell t-shirts, I'm pretty sure nobody's going to get mad that you were selling t-shirts if your life has changed forever. And if they do, great they can get delivered when their heart's ready. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> you'd think that the director of the conference would keep her cool, be able to direct the conference, and it would be great. Well, Michael Hatzmiller is praying, and we're doing, he's doing a healing session, and he gets on the phone with somebody, and he has somebody who's never seen a healing before get up and pray on the phone for a girl who's, it was a word of knowledge, for, her, for arches to form in her feet. She's flat-footed. Arch, he had like a name, 
in the, the diagnosis, okay? But he had the solution, which is Jesus. And every single time Jesus prayed for people, every single person was healed. Yeah. That's not this session, and that's offensive if you're hurting. I get it. But if you open your heart and you take in the word of God, you will be able to walk in it fully. Yeah. Right? And sometimes he'll come swoop you up before you're even ready for that. <laughs> so he prays, and the girl gets healed. And I don't know why this healing got me. But I saw the Spirit of God come in front of me. And he said, you can direct the conference right now and be amazed. You can choose me right now. I was sitting next to my boyfriend, who's now my husband, and I just didn't care. There was a man in the room with cancer that I've been praying for and fasting for and believing for. And I got up and I ran to find him. And I laid at his feet and I began weeping because I chose God. Every day we have the option of life or death. And I chose life in that moment. And I had this crazy encounter. Some of it which is offensive to hear and maybe one day I'll get to share that. But I knew I was just weeping and weeping and weeping and weeping for his healing, and the Lord talked to me about where he was and what was happening. And when I was done praying for him, I knew he wasn't done. Here I am again. Do you want to keep going here, or do you want to direct the conference? And I was already sold out by what I had just seen, because I'd never seen what I just saw. And so I run to the back, and I can feel my eyes. They're like... And I run to the back, and I lay on the floor, and I can't move. And it hurts, and I can't move, and I'm crying. And you're like, why does it hurt? I don't know. My flesh was like, what's happening? Um, and I just began weeping and weeping and weeping. I could not stop crying. And all I kept hearing was, many are called, but few choose. Yeah. And it switched. Everyone is called, but few choose. And I began weeping, and he showed me the faces of the ones who were not choosing because they didn't want to look like I looked. They didn't want to choose him in that moment because they weren't willing to lose it, to gain it, everything. Because if you have God, and you have nothing, you, my sweet friend, have everything. 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 Say it with me. Everything. Say it with me. God. You can repeat after me. God. God. Plus nothing. Plus nothing. Is my everything. Is my everything. God. God. Plus nothing. Plus nothing. Is my everything. Is my everything. You don't even have to believe that right now. It's okay. You don't have to believe that yet. But it is true. Matthew 22, 14, for many are invited, but few are chosen. In the Passion Translation, for everyone is invited to enter in, but few respond in excellence. Wow. This is that soil that I was talking about that gets caught up and sucked in by the ways of the world. It seems so dangerous to me to think that we're living for God and we're not. I don't want... I, 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 hear me out. I, I, I actually feel like there are going to be women who are offended by what I share. And I just want you to know, I am not who I was 10 years ago, 5 years ago, 1 year ago, 6 months ago, okay? Everything I'm sharing is what God did to me. 
okay? So uh, you can blame God for what's coming out of my mouth, okay? And if I say something in my flesh, you better come talk to me because I love that and I will know you love me. And my friends know that I'm serious about that. I don't want to get to heaven and say, God, I encourage people. I prayed for healing. I didn't see all the healing, but I prayed for people. God, I had a TV show for you, all for your glory. And then for him to look at me and say, but you didn't know me. You didn't do that with me. Matthew 7.13 in the Passion Translation. Come to God through the narrow gate. Because the wide gate and broad path is the way that leads to destruction. Nearly everyone chooses that crowded road. But the narrow gate and the difficult way leads to eternal life. So few even find it. Sobering. Let me read it again. Come to God through the narrow gate because the wide gate and broad path is the way that leads to destruction. Nearly everyone chooses that crowded road. The narrow gate in a difficult way leads to eternal life and so few find it. Wow. We make choices every single day that affect our walk and our journey with God. And it's really easy, I think, in this, the soil that I'm talking about right now is the one that is not choosing the narrow path, but we think we are. I'm guilty of it. I've done it. Hear me out. But he is doing something in my life, and my friends can tell you they see a change. I can see a change. And I'm, thank God that I got to marry Lance. Thank God that I am married to a man who chose the narrow path. Because we get to do it together, right? And I'm so grateful because I see it every day. I see it every day in my life with him. And it's amazing. And you know what people have said to me? You're religious because you don't drink. You're religious because you don't drink alcohol. Listen, I used to to love whiskey. I used to collect whiskey. Like, I'm serious. I used to be this person. And I'm not telling you that if you drink, it's bad. But hear me out. When I had that encounter with the Lord, that desire, he didn't even talk to me about it. Completely uprooted. I actually don't want it. I would feel like I personally sinned. And Jesus did this to me, so please hear. This is where a lot of offense can come in. And this is where you hear offense in people's hearts. Well, I only, oh, no, no, thank you. I don't want to drink. Oh, no, no, thank you. No, it's okay. Yeah, go for it. Like, I don't, oh, you don't drink? Oh, well, I only drink, like, once. Start getting defensive and justifying their life, right? Wow. And I'm like, whoa, it really shows up. Oh, but I only do it, like, you know, and I stop back at you because when I can feel it. I'm like, okay, cool. So, let's talk about the daily choices of life and death. I asked myself, would Jesus delight in this with me? Because I'm a carrier of his presence. And what I do affects my faith, it affects my journey, and it affects, like, I'm opening the Holy Spirit up to everything I do. So hear me out. I am a child when it comes to TV. This is an example, okay? I didn't used to be this way, but this is how I am now. 
with television as an example. You can open yourself up to the spirit of lust, like that. Spirit of insecurity, like that. You're watching a TV show that has premarital sex on it or they're dealing with pornography and they're making fun of it. You just opened yourself up to it. Game of Thrones, sorry. You're opening yourself up to it. That's your choice though. So you have to be responsible for it. Everything that comes in your eye gates, like becomes part, like it starts to latch on to you. Even movies where it's like fear, somebody's being chased all the time or whatever, and it's causing fear. Do you have a spirit of fear? Are you afraid to be at home alone? What are you watching? Wow. I had no idea, guys. I had no idea. This used to, hear me out. This used to be me, okay? So like, I know this is really heavy. I am like one of the funniest people I know, but this, this, this <laughs> is really weighty. I'm the funniest person I know you should ask me. <laughs> so hear me out. But I have guilt-free humor. You can laugh at this humor because you won't be slimed by it. Come on. Yeah, that's so, good. Because God. Music. I rap. I love rap. You won't catch me listening to rap talking about sex, drugs, alcohol, disgusting, defiling things. There are some singers that a lot of people in this community post about all the time. They have sexual slime they're releasing into the atmosphere. Are they doing what they were created to do? Yes. Are they all in? No. But when they come all in, sign me up. Because yeah. yeah. whoa. For real. What are you listening to? What are you putting in your ear gates? What podcast are you listening to? Is it all about how you can do it in your own strength? How you're going to create the future of your dreams? What you build on your own, you have to maintain on your own. But what you build yeah. with God, guess yeah. who maintains it? Yeah. God. Yeah. What are you listening to? What are you reading? Romance novels, ladies. I've never read one, but I've heard about them. <laughs> it's crazy because I'm saying this, I, 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 this is literally the Holy Spirit's bringing these things to mind right now. I, I really pray that he would bring things up for this room, for this room. This is for us. And we're a family, so we should be able to sit around the table and have a little open heart surgery. Yeah. And it's a safe place to do it. Fashion. I love what Larissa said last night. It grieves my heart when a woman is like, oh, this took me so long to have the confidence to post this, but here I am in my bikini. And I'm like, that's lingerie. I know I look good underneath these clothes. And the only one that knows that is my husband. Yeah. I'm serious. Also, side note, I married a man. I thought I was modest. He's always like, hey, um, I think that that's a little too tight on your bum. And I'm like, man, I thought it was modest. And then I get married, Joyce laughing because she knows. Um, but I'm like, like for real, I thought it was mo- He's like so calling me higher. And like, if you know me, I would say I'm a pretty modest dresser. Like I, I'm like kind of blown away. But I'm like, I'm still growing in this area. And I thought I had like arrived, yeah. which means I haven't. <laughs> um, foul language and conversations. Are you cussing for humor? Guess who used to do that about 10 years ago? 
I'd be like, dang. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and because it was uncharacteristic of me and who I am, thought it was funny. If you read the book of James, it's a no-no. And the book of James was created to bring life to us. Yeah. And I know I'm kind of sharing, like all of these things that I'm saying are from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Very deceptive. Beautiful fruit, it looks like. But what's happening inside? I, I don't, I'm still learning how to respond to people who cuss around me. Like, I, I don't always know. I'm still growing, and I'm like, God, I, I don't know. Like, I just laughed, and I partner with that. No. No. Like, I'm still growing, and I don't know what to do, but I know that I can't do it. Yeah. I, I can't. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Conversations you have. I, they, they addressed this last night. I don't need to dive into it. In your head, about yourself, about others. What are you watching? What, who are you following on Instagram that's causing you to believe what you're believing about yourself? Because if it isn't good, it isn't God. Yeah, wow. that's good. Mm-hmm. The tree of life, everything was called good. That's the way he designed us to live. Good, good, good. It was good. It was good. Wow. It was good. I created this on the first day. It was good. Second day, good. Third day, good, good, good. Adam, good. Eve, good. <gasps> Why are you hiding? Wow. Oh my goodness. Good and bad. Hmm. Honoring your friends, your leadership, your parents. Even when you don't agree. That was a hard one for me. And you can blame it on your age. You can blame it on the fact that you're in college. You can blame it on the fact that you're in high school. You can blame your children because they're just that age and that's what happens. But that, my lady friends, that's not God. No. It's not true. It's just not good fruit. Money. What's up, America? <laughs> I'm part of a network marketing company, and this is not a promotion for it. But God put me in there for a reason. It can be nasty. It can be really nasty. But when he puts you around people, I had such a fear. I was like, when they see, because not all of them are believers and some of them are, they're not all upper rumors. It's like normal to be weird here. <laughs> it's like a requirement. Um, I was like, God, when they find out I don't drink, when they find out I don't cuss, when they find out I don't watch that on TV, when they find out I won't read that, I have to tell somebody, my, my leader one time, I was like, oh, I can't read that, I'm so sorry. Why? But the title itself has a cuss word in it and what's inside, I don't want to have to sift through it eat the meat, spit out the bones. Don't eat, if I don't have to spit out the bones, I don't want to read it. Sometimes that's going to happen in life, but I had to tell her that. It was awkward. She received it really beautifully, but it's hard. Your business, what are you doing to get to the top? The little inside is the Holy Spirit. You've got to trust it with all your heart, even if that means you lose a deal. And I know there's a lot of businesswomen in here. You've got to trust that gut instinct. Worry, fear. When, when they asked me to speak, I was like, what? Super honored. But then immediately I was like, oh my goodness, what am I gonna share? I can't talk about what I'm talking about right now because then this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen. Oh, hey, Jamie Lynn, did you just make all this about you? Sure did, check. Is it about me? 
No, because what I'm sharing with you isn't about me. I couldn't have done what happened to me. I am a victim to the blood of Jesus Christ. I am. Done. The coolest thing is I don't need healing from it. I gained life in it. But it's painful. It is so painful to take that path with him. Because you have to say no to things you said yes to over and over again. People will judge you, criticize you. They'll tell you that you have a religious spirit. Heidi Baker. Heidi Baker. That's all. (laughs) I remember going to my um, alma mater and Heidi Baker was speaking at a church. And it's a, it's a Church of Christ space. I'm super grateful for my upbringing, by the way. And if you, there's a lot of Church of Christ Foundation people up in here. Thank you, Mom. Woo! Um, loved ACU so much. Um, Heidi Baker came to church, and I just remember going back to campus the next day, and I was so grieved by the comments. I'm used to everybody being like, whoa, Heidi, did you see? Oh, my goodness. And then she, and then, right? It was like, that girl was weird. That woman was so weird. What time is it? What time is it now? <laughs> and they were criticizing her. Thank you. Um, they were criticizing her. And here's the thing. We can often, guilty, still growing in this area in many ways, okay? We can often criticize the very thing that Jesus placed on this earth. Because we don't want to look like that. But if Jesus was the most joyful man that worked, walked on the planet Earth, and worked, because he was a carpenter, um, he must have looked pretty ridiculous. I'm pretty happy. Joy, Joy over there, you're really happy. But like, he was more joyful than us. And you get weird, and so do I. But that's good. Yeah. But like, he's weirder than that in a good way. Weird in a good way, okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's more joyful than that. Like, if he came today, and I saw him walk the earth, would I believe it was him? Like, if he hadn't come yet? Or would I judge and criticize because I don't want to look like that? That's not what it looks like. That's not put together. He's not wearing the skinny jeans with the cool haircut that all the pastors have. (laughs) Here's the best part. You don't have to do anything to change. Except one thing. Except one thing. Pursue him. Walk with him. You don't have to look at gluttony, which I used to struggle with. Probably, if you look at what your sin nature has been in the past, you can really apply it spiritually. Why? Because I'm a glutton for the word of God in the presence of Jesus now, and I have it really twisted on the earth. The enemy did not want me to know. Too late. (laughs) Didn't really work. Worked for a few years. Not anymore. But I only became where I am today, and I can't wait. I love getting older now because I'm like, uh, first of all, I'm also getting a lot of gray hair, and I'm really excited. Because I'm like, Moses. I like, I earned this. I'm 31. I'll always tell you my age. I don't care. But I, I cannot wait to get older because that means I'm gonna look more like him. Like that's the excitement that comes with life and living with Jesus. And you know what? 
Like, there are things that have happened in my journey of faith that because I walked with him and I didn't hold on to the promise and I held on to the promise keeper, I have two rings on my finger. It would have been impossible to marry my husband if I didn't rely on him and Lance didn't rely on him. Some of what because of other people said that were testing it, the thoughts that the enemy would bring, but because I dug in the word and I knew my father's voice and I knew my father's voice and I was willing to be wrong and corrected by God. I was willing to be wrong. Maybe I didn't hear you. But you're everything. Your voice is everything, God. Whatever situation you're in right now, whatever desire or dream you have, his voice is everything. It's the lifeline. And guess yeah. what? Sometimes we hear him and sometimes we don't. Right. And the sometimes we don't is good because it just means we have more room to grow and look like him. Yeah. It's, a, it's okay. Don't be hard on yourself. Don't be hard. This happens a lot, okay? And like, I'm just going to call this out. It happens a lot when we think we know who our husband is. <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> this is not to make you feel guilty. It happens all the time. We think we know who our husband is because we feel like the Lord told us that, and he really might. But what if he's actually telling you something else? What if that man represents Jesus instead of the guy that you like? What if that's who God wants to be in your life right now? Like, there's this humility in saying, I could be wrong, but you're always right because you're good, and what you have is always good. And I want good. I want that tree. I want to know what that fruit tastes like on yeah. the tree of life. Yeah. I don't want to eat from the tree of knowledge and good and evil and be like, this one might be good. This one might be bad. I don't know what I'm going to get. Here I go. Like, I don't want that. Yeah. I want the full inheritance. And what concerns me is that so few even find it. But guess what? It's right here. He's right here. And in Deuteronomy 30, it says that every day we're presented with life and death. But choose life so that you may have life abundantly. What time is it? 2.39. The journey with God is your journey of purification. It's not something you have to work out in yourself. Isn't that cool? Like me seeking him and following him, I'm not doing things I would have, if I wasn't following him now, I would have worked my way into a TV network with a TV show, could have built my own empire of ministry because of my personality and my gifts that he doesn't take away from me. Thinking I was doing it with God, but I was really doing it because that's what I wanted. And now I let go of that for 12 years and he's putting me in a room with people who keep saying, who are building networks on TV. And they're saying, whoa, meeting you must be God. And I'm saying, meeting you must be God. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but when God does it, God maintains it. Yeah. Yeah. When God opens a door, you, you want to be ready for what, what he has for you in life. And the only way to be ready is to endure the process yeah. Yeah. of purification. Synonyms of purity, cleanliness, clearness, clarity, freshness, freedom from contamination. In James, it says that true religion is to take time with the orphans and the widows and to not let the world contaminate you. That's true religion. And oftentimes we see religion and we say that's not God because we don't have that and we don't want that but it's God yeah. 
right? Saying no and crying because you lost a deal, but like three weeks later, God's going to open the door with a billion-dollar deal instead of a million-dollar deal is really satisfying. <laughs> I don't have personal experience there, <laughs> but yes. that's what came out of my mouth. Yes. yes. <laughs> I received that. Okay. So, what are the practical ways to walk closer with God on our journey to holiness? This is the what. This is what I do. This is what I come in the Word to do. Must be God. Reading the Word. Second Timothy three sixteen. Every scripture has been written by the Holy Spirit, the breath of God. It will empower you by its instruction and correction, giving you the strength to take the right direction and lead you deeper into the path of godliness. One of the key components of the journey is receiving correction. If that is my love language. I used to be embarrassed by it, and now I'm like, if you come and correct me, I know you love me. You just gave me fuel to become more like Jesus when you correct me. That's good. And sometimes people don't know how to correct you, and so they do it mean. And you're like, oh, that hurt. Thank you. It usually always hurts initially. Um, and then you go to the Lord and you say, Lord, is that true? Do you have humility in your heart to be with corrected. It's the only way to learn and grow. Prayer. Communing with God. There's so much in the Word about prayer. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Guys, if you're famous, like somebody famous that you absolutely loved walked in the room, you would want time with them one-on-one. Like you would want to spend time with them. Oh my goodness! I'm trying to think of somebody. I like think of my friends because I think my friends are all famous. I'll use my husband, okay? But after he's like really famous. Oh my goodness, there's Lance Bono Jr. I just want him to know me. I want to spend time with him. Okay, but like, do you think he would take a selfie with me? Like, what is this? You know when we're like contemplating all this stuff? And I'm like, God is right there 24-7. He's God. He's the Lord on the throne. You have access to him 24-7 without hindrance. Without hindrance. Do you pray? Prayer is talking to him. It's not always asking, oh, I'm going to send through a season where it's all about me. Lord, help me. Let me, 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 me. The birds on um, Final Nemo. Mine, 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 mine. <laughs> Poor God. Actually, he doesn't need to be pitied. The point is, do you pray for other people? I love what Patricia King says. If you don't know her, you need to look her up. She's so a good. holy, yes. God-fearing woman. Spiritual, spiritual mama in my life. And my real mama is a spiritual mama too. Got very, I got, I got blessed. Um, she says, this is the season for you to pray one time, ask one time, and then you take that authority by God and you start declaring, right? So the prayer is like, I pray all throughout my day. I'm like, God, I love you. I'm in my car. I'm like, oh, you know, so-and-so, oh, I love him so much. I didn't realize, since I was a little girl, I prayed in my head. Do you know when you talk to yourself in your head? Mm -hmm. I literally always thought it was God. And I didn't know that was weird. I thought that was normal. So, like, I'm literally in continuous prayer. Like, for real. It's amazing. That's prayer to me. And then there's times when it's like, Joy and I are at the hospital this week because a family friend had an emergency. Which, they're amazing, by the way. God is healer and he is alive because of God. Period. Period. And we went up there because we had faith to stand with the family and say, this person will live and not die. Where was I going with that? What did I just say? Praying. 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 So we get in there, and we ask the Lord, God, 
We thank you for a word, and we ask you to heal this person. And then you start declaring that word. Lord, you said this. This is what it says in the word of God. This is what you said. This is who you are, and we will not move until we see this. Oh, the nurses said this? Okay, but this is who you are. And you start declaring and believing. Declarations are really powerful. This is in no particular order, by the way. Somebody can come up to me after this and be like, your order of what we should do is really off. <laughs> worship. Hello. It's all about him. I only listen to worship music. I'm just going to be really honest. I know there's great music in the secular world, okay? This is where people are like, <sighs> that's okay. That's who I am. I can't escape it. I don't want to listen to anything but Jesus music. I can't help it. Yes. I love it. Like, Sometimes I like watching The Voice and I cry a lot because I love seeing people's dreams come true. But sometimes I can't watch it because the song they're singing. I'm being honest. This is how severe this, this victim mentality of the blood of Jesus has taken over my life. I'm going to have to change the channel. Um, and they're like, oh my goodness, that's so-and-so. They're a surprise coach. And I'm like, who's that? I have no idea. Because I listen to worship music. I'm like, those people are kind of famous to me. In the sheets, baby girl. That's my girl right there. Be famous. You fame. Okay, I know I love you. <laughs> okay, wisdom. Seek wisdom. Listen, at our wedding, we had a word about wisdom, and I took it very seriously, and I've been digging in Proverbs, and I'm like, I want to walk with wisdom. I want people to call me Grandmother Willow. I want them to come yes. to me. I want you to eat from this tree of life. I want to have white hair, Lord Jesus, because yes. the spirit of wisdom is with me, and I want not only to call wisdom friend, but I want wisdom to call me friend. <laughs> and I want to know what to do, because it says that when you come, to the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of wisdom reveals the blueprint that is just for you. Wow. Not for you, not for you, just for you. Yeah. And then she'll reveal it to you. I call her a girl because she's wise. Yeah. <laughs> I need deliverance there. <laughs> for you, for you, for you. Like there's something for you that you need that you can only find with wisdom. Yeah. yeah. And then who does it, God? Stop working so hard. I love wisdom. I want to kick my leg. Mm, I did. <laughs> okay. Fasting. Oh, wait, that was one of them. This is all messed up. Sorry, I'm so sorry. So, speaking in tongues, Ephesians, praying the Spirit on all occasions, build you up like a spiritual workout. Okay. Listen, I may be really curvy in real life, and I do love my body, so I'm not dogging on it, but listen, when I look at myself in the spiritual realm, I'm getting better looking every day because Mama prays in tongues. Yes. That's to build you up. You don't know what you're praying. But Ashley interpreted what I was praying, and I was overwhelmed when I heard what I was praying. Because wow. she has that gift. And our church knows that because she used to train people in hearing and interpreting tongues. Wow. Wow. So I'm telling you, you've got to pray in tongues on all occasions. Yeah. If you're afraid, I've heard somebody say, don't pray out of fear. And I'm like, I'm sorry, all occasions. Yeah. Pray in the spirit. Yeah. You've got to pray in the spirit on all occasions. Yeah. You don't know what occasion is going to come your way because the Lord said that all kinds of occasions are going to come our way. Yeah. And you better be praying in the spirit. I don't care if it's in your head, in your heart, out loud. Yeah. Morse code? Just kidding. <laughs> okay, my favorite. Wah, wah. Fasting! Yeah. I love fasting. I never want to end. Every time I break a fast, I weep. I remember um, Truman Spray came up to me and he said, I was doing a 40-day fast. It was very normal for me to do 40-day fast because I love them. And it is the lifeline of knowing what's inside because he placed eternity in my heart and when I fast, he reveals it. But it's about him, it's not about me. And we were praying for marriages. Our staff was fasting and praying for marriages because it was like 
crazy it was happening, a chairman came up to me and he said, Jamie Lynn, you won't see the fruit of this now, immediately, but you will see the fruit of it in the next few years. And there are some crazy testimonies and people we pray for that don't know we pray for them when we are fasting and praying because the Lord gave us a word for them and we declared it and we stood on it and we didn't move. And their marriage was healed and restored because we took the time to fast and pray. And I know it was God. That was God. That was God revealing the authority that I carry to be able to, he's looking for us to do what he made us to do. He's looking for sons and daughters to take the authority and declare the things on earth that are not as though they are until they are. And when you walk with God and you choose this narrow path, nothing will shake you. Your roots will go deep, deep, deep. Do you remember Javanna? Deep, 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 right? Okay, let's be real. That kind of looked really foolish to people at the conference. She was going deep, 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 love of God. Deep, 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 love of God. You never know what's going to happen when God shows up. But when you follow him, you will have the deep, deep, deep roots. Your garden will be beautiful, and you don't even have to grow everything. He does it for you. And things are going to sprout up. 30, 60, and 100 fold because you had good soil. And so to me, good soil, thank you, good soil can happen in those practical daily ways. Is that cool? Is it five till? Oh, great. Okay, so you have five minutes. I think the enemy condemns us and makes us feel bad about things. So like if there's something that you heard, we were talking about this before when we were praying, which is significant that the four people that were in the encounter with me were praying with me for this room. Before we, I just thought that was so cool. Cameron, my mom and Ashley, we were all praying together in the spirit for you guys. And I am begging you as your sister, if you feel offense in your heart by anything that was said, if you're mad, because you just heard Jamie Lynn, which is exactly what the enemy wants you to think, that Jamie Lynn just told you what you're doing is wrong. Will you please go to the Father first and ask him to speak to you? Because his kindness is what has changed my life. And I know it's changed your life. You wouldn't be in here if your life wasn't changing my God. No other God transformed your life. There isn't another God that does what our God does. And you're hungry, that's why you're here. And if you're not hungry, ask for hunger, and guess what? He gives it to you. He's so good. He's so good. He's so good. He's so good. So anything that I shared, if you're, like, taking action, and you guys, like, watching TV, cussing, whatever it is, like, let him, just seek him. Let him do his work in you. Don't, you can't do the work. It won't, it won't, it won't be forever gone. Because what, what I say up here, Jamie Lynn, like, the enemy makes you think your hearing will last for this long. But when God says it, it lasts for eternity. Yeah. Okay? So you've got to hold on to what the Lord said. So, come to God through the narrow gate, because the wide gate and broad path is the way that leads to destruction. <coughs> Nearly everyone chooses that crowded road. The narrow gate and the difficult way leads to eternal life, and so few even find it. And you know what I believe? I believe I'm looking at the few. Because you have a choice. He promises salvation to everyone. Does everybody choose it? Do they think they choose it? Some. But I know that our family of Upper Room, and all the Upper Rooms that are to come, 
can be the narrow gate. They bring other people into the narrow gate. Holiness is about to show up on TV in the yeah. music industry like you've never yeah. seen it before. Yeah. And you should be on that bandwagon. Yeah. Yeah. You should be a part of it because a lot of our worship leaders are going to end up going quote-unquote secular because they have an anointing. Yeah. And there's some people that are going to become worship leaders because they're choosing the narrow gate and they don't sound as good as other worship leaders, but they have an anointing yeah. because they chose the narrow gate. And those worship leaders are going to bring transformation. Yeah. Not the ones that sound good and, and, and have right. sing pretty songs. Yeah. Hear me out. So good. Yeah. So good. I don't know what to do in ministry time, except to pray. Because I'm a woman of honor, and I will honor my time. Oh, somebody left the phone. Cool. So let me pray <laughs> so I can see the time. Yeah, thank you. Who are you? Are? It's um, can you all stand to your feet? Or you can say, oh, You can do what you want. You can say, you can stand. <laughs> Everybody that was sitting on the floor, I declare that the, the numb feeling in your legs is now. So just hold your hands out. God, I thank you that you are God. You're good, Lord. You're good, Father. You're good, friend. I thank you for changing my life. Thank you for transforming my life, even in ways I didn't ask you to. Thank you that I didn't even know I needed what I needed until you did it. And I just declare over the women in here, that you will make it clear. I think in, the, I think in the, the roses that are in the water that last a week, it's hard to see the choice of life and death because we're so used to choosing death in the tiny moments. Hear me out. Death meaning the things that, don't, that kind of lead to destruction, that are, that are agreeing with the ways of the world, things we say, things we do. But I declare over every single woman in this room, you have ears to hear yeah. and eyes to see what the Lord is doing and saying mm. and that your heart is open to receive. And that it will become very clear to you that you will that you will actually have a pause before moments you never had a pause before. That you will have a filter, and one will say life, and one will say death. Yeah. And that you notice very quickly as you start choosing life, what God does. And if you accidentally choose death, it's like a toddler walking who trips. There's grace. The parent doesn't scream at the toddler and say, "Why did you do that?" Just get back up and say, "That's not who I am. I won't do that again." And don't do it again. Don't do it again. So, Lord, thank you for the clear filter of life and death. And I declare that we eat from the tree of life. And we speak to the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And we tell you to be silent. We say we don't want you. You are not welcome in this place. You are not welcome in our hearts. You're not welcome in our minds. You're not welcome in our spirit. And I just declare a healthy, healthy group of women. A healthy group of women who are choosing the narrow gate, are rising up, who are willing to say no so that they can say yes to you, God. Lord, even in what you're doing, Lord, when when people leave here, God, and they start doing like the the things that they were doing before that they just didn't know. Even me, God, please, God, please, even me in my life. You're still doing things. Help us, oh helper. You said you would send your helper. Would you come help us and reveal the kingdom of heaven that is at hand? We hear your word, Lord, and we do what you say. I bless every woman in here to choose a narrow gate. So when he presents himself before you, even if it looks disgusting to your flesh, embarrassing to your flesh, 
looks like, when I came out of that encounter, guys, I did not look like me. My eyes were swollen. I'm, I've never seen anything like it. And I, and I would never show anybody a picture because it was so holy. It was so holy. No, if anybody saw the picture, they would never choose what I went through, ever. You wouldn't choose it. But if you'll choose it now on this, he can't tell you what it looks like or you won't choose it. But if you choose it now, he prepares you in character and purification along the way to endure the process. Yeah. So we thank you, God, for doing that. Let us be willing to look nasty so we can shine bright on yes. the mountain with you, God. Yeah. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.